Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Thursday, March 16th. It is five minutes after 10. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and we're glad you're joining us this morning. You can follow along on YouTube if you'd like. Just head over to YouTube and type in Kendall and Casey in the search bar, and boom, there we are. All right, let's talk about this latest survey, and in relation to Donald Trump, he's holding a 14-point lead now over Ron DeSantis, and this is a Quinnipiac University poll indicating that uh, he's Trump is gaining more traction than what he had just even a month ago. And now he's holding a four-point lead over Biden and uh, even a one-point lead over DeSantis in a hypothetical matchup there. So we've got Trump as the front-runner right now. Well, he should be. I mean, we talked about this the other day, that most polls show Trump with a lead over DeSantis somewhere between 10 and 15 points, Mm -hmm. which, if you think about it, he should be. He's the face of the party. Mm-hmm. He was the last party's presidential nominee. He was a sitting president before that. And a huge swath of the Republican Party believes he got screwed out of the election. He should be the front runner, especially against a guy who has not declared he's running for president right. yet. Right, and hasn't had a national platform like Trump has Absolutely. had. Absolutely. Even before Trump was president, he had a national platform. Ron DeSantis has never run a national ad. I mean, th- just think about that. Ron DeSantis has never run a national ad. Donald Trump has been running national mm-hmm. ads for going on eight years now. So he should be in the lead. None of this matters right now. This is like the par three... Uh, on Wednesday before the Masters, right? It's golf Mm -hmm. in the sense of this is politics. It's fun for nerds who really enjoy, in that case, golf, in this case, politics. But the real tournament Mm -hmm. starts on Thursday. It doesn't matter who wins the par three. Most people are just out there screwing around having fun. The tournament starts on Thursday. Nobody remembers who wins the par three. Everybody remembers who wins the tournament. The tournament will begin in this case when Ron DeSantis stands in front of a room full of people. And says, I'm running for president. Because then he's going to start talking about Trump's record on Mm -hmm. COVID. Mm -hmm. He's going to start talking about Trump's record on spending. He's going to start talking about Trump's record on entitlements. He's going to start talking about Trump's record in terms of encouraging people to get the shot that doesn't doesn't work. All of those things are going to be fair game and it's going to give people pause and they're going to start going. You know what? This guy's got a point. Mm-hmm. None of this matters. People are there. Oh, look at Trump. He's ascending. He's doing nothing. It is just two guys staring at each other across the street right now. (laughs) Well, it's interesting you say that Trump is ascending because actually the February poll, and this is between Trump and DeSantis, the February poll had him at 42 and 36. Well, now this month, they're at 46 and 32. So it's not that Trump is gaining. It's that DeSantis lost a few points. Well, he took from DeSantis. I mean, it's four points apiece. He should be. Trump was a national figure in a national crisis Mm -hmm. in which he went to Ohio, and he boarded the Big Macs and looked super presidential while Biden wasn't there. 
I'm surprised he only got 4% out of that. I really am surprised because he did come off very well there, which Trump does. He's very likable in those situations. I'm surprised it wasn't more. But again, we are a year out from the, well, we're less than a year now, but we're eight months, nine months, whatever it is, from the nominating. One guy isn't even running yet. He's going to have as much money as Trump, Mm -hmm. and all bets are going to be off once he starts. I mean, Trump has never been pressed by the Republican Party over printing $5 trillion in 2020. Trump has never been pressed by the Republican Party on encouraging states to lock down. Trump has never been pressed by the Republican Party on encouraging people to get the COVID shot. Trump has never been pressed on the, by the Republican Party in terms of saying entitlement reform is off the table. All of these things will absolutely 100% be fair game when Ron DeSantis runs for president. Mm-hmm. And maybe ultimately people will say, we don't care, we're going to stay with Trump. I don't know, but he's going to begin to chip away at that block, you know, bit by bit by bit, because he has the money to run the ads, and he will be all over all the national news. People will be clamoring to interview and talk to Ron DeSantis. He will have the same essential bully pulpit that Trump does. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you mentioned he Trump's never been pressed about lockdowns, and Conversely, DeSantis is the one who did a lot of pushback about the pandemic restrictions. He also, you know, he's the culture warrior, had a lot of victories in Florida. He's saying that they will serve as the roadmap for the nation. And, of course, he won re-election in Florida by 19 points. You you know who has no chance, Casey? Well, and I was just about to say, but there's the other one. This guy right here. If you're on the... Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, they're in single digits in this poll. Like, I don't even think Vivek showed up. If you go to the Kendall and Casey YouTube chat, you would see right now I'm holding up a <laughs> an old picture sent to me by a listener. This is of Mike Pence when he was on this radio station. Yeah, this guy right here, he has no chance to be president. Well, that is the guy who has no chance. He's in single digits, and his former boss is sitting at 46% right now. So, it does not look good for Mike Pence in any of the polls at all. So that I think that is probably the bigger story is how long in this case do the also rans mm-hmm. hang on? Well, okay. And the also rans, it's so interesting because Nikki Haley and Vivek have both announced they're running. Pence and DeSantis have not even announced that they're officially running. Well, Mike Pence is going to run because he has a group of people and he has had these people around him his entire life who he is the meal ticket. Mm -hmm. It's a gravy train meal ticket people. It's the same people that have been there since he was losing congressional races 30 years ago. And they will convince him that he has some viable shot to be president because, well, once he's done, then their gravy train is done. And after he loses, he just becomes Dan Quayle. People care about Mike Pence right now because he's dishing dirt or he's talking bad about Trump or he might run for president. But after that, he has has nothing to offer. What's he going to do? He's not going to be a senator. He's not going to be a congressman again. He's going to he's nothing. So the gravy train people. And they hear they this. They want him to well, run absolutely. so they can have jobs. Because their whole lives have been around sucking off the Mike Pence teat. And once he's done, <laughs> then they are done. It is 12 minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Do you want to get into this Forbes article where they, they celebrate different people? They named SVB as one of America's best banks. This is great. Not so, even 30 days ago. The, and this is why the, the mainstream national media 
media. Nobody should ever listen to these people ever because you're right, Casey. So Forbes had a list of best banks. Mm-hmm. And on their list of best banks, <laughs> they listed Silicon, Silicon Valley Bank, Bank. which yeah. may be the catalyst to another financial crisis. Yes. And then SVB tweeted out, we're so proud to be on Forbes annual ranking of America's best banks for the fifth straight year. Now, keep in mind, this is the same publication that celebrated Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos and also Adam Newman from WeWork. And, and they also said Sam Bankman Freed of FTX was just the wonderkin. So we can't put a lot of stock into what Forbes is saying right now. Of course, SVB completely scuttled. Now, we've also got the Credit Suisse. What's going on with that? Destabilizing that sector. Uh, Europe's second biggest bank also out of business. Different reason. Not not having to do with the cryptocurrency like SVB. We talked about this the other day, and it is true that the sooner that you realize that our economy, the world's economy for the most part, is just a real-life game of whose line is it anyway, (laughs) where the game's made up and the rules don't matter, the better off you'll be. Because our money is backed up by nothing. They print it like it's going out of style. There was a time where the money had meaning because it was backed up by gold. Mm -hmm. We are not that anymore. So there is nothing to this. Our entire economy and most economies across the world are banking on, no pun intended, just the buy-in and acceptance of the citizenry. It could all collapse tomorrow. In many ways, maybe it all should collapse tomorrow because, well, we're $31.5 trillion in debt, Mm -hmm. which proves our government doesn't care about the value of money at all. I did see that gold went up by 1%. Now people are waking up and and buying more gold. So what's next? Smaller banks that are tied to tech and crypto, they're going to be in for a rough ride. And of course, the Fed has been hiking up the interest rates. And a lot of people are saying that they need to chill out with that. You know, there was talk that is it today? He was supposed to raise rates again. That it just it, it may Good. not happen. Good. It may not happen as everybody just needs to calm down just a little bit. All right, uh, Casey, let's take a break, mm-hmm. and then when we come back, I had a major accomplishment yesterday. Yeah. But I had to go through the government in order to secure <laughs> this major accomplishment, mm-hmm. and it was everything I thought it would be in order to have to do anything that goes through the government of the state of Indiana. Do you have a new skill to add to your resume? I have no more skill than I had yesterday, but according to the state and for a small processing fee, they say I have the skill that I am no better at than I was yesterday. I can't wait to hear about it. It's 15 after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. 18 minutes after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and trending this hour, The Cure, the band. They're They're, not all dead? No, not at all. And this is something that's interesting because you would think that this is a band that would appeal mostly to uh, liberal Democrats, Uh but a lot of Republicans are getting upset about this as well. They're currently on tour, Uh and they deliberately kept their ticket prices low, like $20 a ticket. Did they do that because no one knew they were still alive? 
huge because they wanted their fans to be able to get tickets. But Ticketmaster was like, uh, nope, and is charging more in fees than the band is for tickets to the actual show. Okay, so here is the question for them then. By the way, The Cure was big in the 80s, mm-hmm. right? People may famously remember from my generation or younger people, Adam Sandler in mm-hmm. The Wedding Singer mm-hmm. does the song where he goes ballistic and he says, I've been listening to The Cure a lot. The why are they using Ticketmaster then? Is there some sort of gun to their head that requires them to use Ticketmaster? If that upsets you, you would think as a band, mm-hmm. you would, before you agree to sign up for someone going, hey, we want to sell these tickets because we want to keep them cheap. We want to make them X amount of dollars. And how much are you going to charge to process that? You would think they would know that before they enter into this sort of... To an agreement with Right, agreement. Who else are they supposed to use, though? I mean, isn't that the complaint against How many people are buying cure tickets, Casey? You and I could print them in a shed at the back of the radio station. <laughs> well, where, where could the... Where, well, let's do the thing we usually do. Let's say the cure is coming to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Could they play the Marah? Yeah. They're big enough. You think the Cure think could sell so. at the Marat? Yeah. They couldn't I, do Gainbridge, though. I'd be close. No way. Yeah, I don't know. No, you are just being totally dishonest with our audience right I'm now. I'm a fan, though. So. You're, you're a fan. You're yeah. homering. I like their music. You yeah. know who I like? Jackson Brown. You know where he had to play? White River, because that's as big as he can do. You got to be <laughs> honest with the audience, Casey. Well, I don't know exactly the venues that they could sell out, Rob. But you're I'm asking- just saying that I think that they could sell a lot of tickets. I mean, their tour is selling out but where are they selling out at again are they selling out at the uh at the you know my backyard sold out of the stack pickle or is that even a restaurant anymore did that go out of business <laughs> but you, you don't have where you're who you need to handle your tickets depends on mm-hmm. where are you playing right are you are you playing at the bluebird or right. you know where are you playing at I just don't buy into the fact that everyone's an innocent victim and we're on the side of the people when you enter into the agreement. I just think it's interesting that you could get four tickets for $80, but then the service fee, the facility charge, and other processing fees gets the grand total over $172. I mean, the tickets for the show were only 80 and then you're adding all of these service fees on top of it. But if you want to tour... I don't know who else you're going to go with. Other oh, than I got somebody who's in the music industry who I will not name because I will not ruin this person's okay, reputation. Okay, what are they saying? Where are they going to play? Uh, here's what this person said, and this person is very, very knowledgeable. He has promoted concerts uh-huh. over year, over the years. He's been a musician. He's okay. covered music. The venues themselves force the bands to use Ticketmaster. It's not the band's choice. They could not tour. You can't even go to the Vogue without Ticketmaster unless you're a local band. I don't know if that's true or not about the Vogue. Wow. This person's pretty knowledgeable, though. There you go. I don't know. Maybe clarify, does the Vogue actually use Ticketmaster? I don't know. But, I mean, there's places who don't use Ticketmaster. There's local venues who do not use Ticketmaster. But I wonder if that's the case, that they have such a stranglehold on... All the venues. All the all the larger venues. Yeah, Pearl Jam tried to do it in the 90s. Didn't work out for them. I mean, they, they could not tour without using Ticketmaster. Also trending this hour, Honda. They've made a major announcement for Indiana. They're moving production of the Honda Accord from Ohio to Indiana. That's going to start in 2025. And finally trending, the uh, vice president, she was on the Colbert show and she told a story. It was cringeworthy. It was almost like an episode of Veep. Okay, so here's the thing, because you and I have visited before. I know you love Veep. I do. I, I love Veep. Is it accurate? There is. There are bits of it that are actually quite accurate. And um, okay, so last week, 
So my team, they were, we were having long days as usual. And a member of my team decided to do something really sweet for me. So I was out of my office in the West Wing. I was having a meeting across the street and we're walking back toward my office. And he says, I need to tell you something. So I wanted, you know, the winter is almost over. It's really cold today and we haven't lit your fireplace. So I decided when you were in that meeting to light the fireplace. But he forgot to open the flute. <laughs> so Secret Service was like, ma'am, you could not go back to your office. <laughs> Holy cow. Because there was smoke everywhere. There's your vice president. And she said on the Colbert show that if Biden is going to run, she plans on running with him. Casey, can you imagine... Okay, so it's one thing to say we're going to have the vice president on Meet the Press, or we're going to have the vice president on in NPR, or we're going to have you know, Fox News, whatever, and we're going to talk to this woman in a legitimate news capacity, not mm-hmm. that she has the mental capability of doing that, but that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine willfully having that woman on in a, in a non-public policy-related capacity and, one, being able to tolerate her, but not just that, actually enjoying mm, the, the company time. of the that person and <laughs> no. that laugh no that if you need to know anything about colbert mm-hmm. that right there read them and weep because she is horribly unlikable and yeah. it's it's not her politics there are many liberal people who i find interesting entertaining likable she is just i mean my goodness she is unlikable just everything about her i i thought it was interesting that she said if biden plans on running she's going to run with him again so even the vice president is not declarative on their future okay casey let's take a break when we come back we've got voicemails but Mm -hmm. before we get to the voicemails i got a big old certification from the state yesterday and uh boy i'll tell you what i feel like i got great value (laughs) out of the money i was charged i i definitely society will be better off i am way more informed and better at this service i can now offer Mm -hmm, because of mm -hmm, the state mm -hmm. and it was in no way a pathetic ridiculous money grab voicemails and rob's new skill up next from 93 wibc I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering. Boy! Good morning, it is 1031. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. <laughs> Hold on to your hat. Rob is about to eat crow. Well, I was, there's a lot of really messed up people in this world. I'm telling you, there's a lot Who of Who are these people? I am one of them. So I uh, was assuming that The Cure, when I think of The Cure, some forgotten 80s band, <laughs> I'm thinking like they're probably like Henry Lee Summer, where I saw him at some outdoor bar in Avon this mm-hmm, summer. Mm-hmm. I thought Wells probably, you know. Like that? Same thing. No, they've got more fans than that. But why? They, they haven't been done anything and I didn't even know they were still alive. <laughs> Robert Smith is definitely still alive and kicking. But he how many hits on Twitter too? How many hit songs did the cure have? Like got, like legit, got, not in just, between days and Friday I'm in love and uh I mean, okay, I, yeah, well, that's, okay. that's off the top of my head, right? But you want me to look you, them up and if you were to some, but Casey, if you were to say how many hits does John Mellencamp have? I mean, you could just boom, 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 boom. You don't know them. That's my point. 
It's not Phil Collins. It's not Genesis. It's not the Rolling Stones. It's not the Who. You had two. That's what I would have had. And yet, people are letting love, me know. Love song. That's another one. Uh, okay, so they're... Just Like Heaven. There's another one. Who? What? That's four. Just Like Heaven. Boy, I hope they didn't strain a muscle. That's that's about that's about 13 minutes on stage. What mm-hmm. is the rest of the hour and a half no, going to be filled no, no, with? No, because you know that they'll they'll do extended versions uh, right, of all yes. of those songs. Uh, but they are uh, Madison Square Garden, right? The uh, United Center in yes. Chicago, <laughs> Hollywood oh, the, Bowl. Those aren't just your little neighborhood bar and grill. That's just not a you know a food truck out in a parking lot with what a is band it? playing a song. Who are who are the? There is no way a ticket to Madison Square Garden was twenty dollars base value. By the way, there's no way that has to be priced based on the venue and the location. There's no way anything in the history of ever was twenty dollars to get into Madison Square Garden. Are you gonna make me look well, that I'm up just, to I, see how I, much I, it doesn't matter? I just, I just, I cannot believe mm-hmm. that there are that many people out there all across the fruited plain. It'd be one thing if like, well, you know, we were big in the '80s here, and so mm-hmm. you know, we had a bunch of fans. So there's this one place where we can still sell. If you're playing Madison Square Garden on multiple nights, Casey, right, three nights in a row, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I totally don't understand that. Lots at of all. places, Hollywood Bowl. Okay, so uh, you want me to see how much the Hollywood Bowl tickets are? Yeah, how much? Let's see. Get tickets. Here we go. Um, <laughs> I I love that that you're wrong on this. <laughs> that it, it's it's the internet. It's oh, it's, you're stalling, it's, it's and you you take joy. Okay, you're right. More than twenty dollars. Thank you. One hundred eighty-two dollars. Okay, <laughs> so that was like one individual place. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Ooh, two hundred dollars. Exactly. All right. Two hundred thirteen dollars. I was wrong. They're you were clearly wrong. they're playing big venues. A whole lot of very demented people who have no understanding of the value of a dollar and are willing to part with it to see these guys. So mm-hmm. congratulations. All right. So Casey had a big day yesterday. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, I did this a little while ago. Uh, As you know, I have uh, a lot of changes going on in my life and uh, additions to the family and things of that nature. And, you know, I was taught as a young man, I'm sure I'll be called uh, chauvinistic or uh, whatever, but it is a man's job to provide for his family. Mm -hmm. And in this case of adding people to the family, that if you need more money, you don't go to your mom and dad with your hand out or you don't go to the government with your hand out. You you go as an able-bodied person and you work for it. And, of course, I was blessed with choosing a career path in which I earned seven cents an hour here. So... (laughs) I was offered an opportunity to take a second part-time job in a field that I really enjoy and love. High passion. Uh, Yes. So it is a labor of love in addition to I could make some extra money doing it. Well, not out the fine establishment nor the people in question because we don't subject anybody to being subjected to knowing me, but uh, it's working out very well. And one of the things that I was asked to do there mm-hmm. is occasionally from time to time be a quasi bartender because, well, I'm charming and charismatic and people like hanging out with me. <laughs> and that would involve me serving alcohol, right? which I've never had. to. I mean, I've certainly served myself all sorts sure. of alcohol. But one of the things that I uh, had to do was get a permit yeah. in order to serve alcohol in the license, huh? great state of Indiana. Yeah. And so they uh, they asked me yesterday, they said, would you like to get your permit in order to do this? And I said, that's fine. They said, okay, you have to take a test 
online through the state of Indiana. And so yesterday I did, and I'd like to point out I've passed, of course, with flying colors. Of because, course. well, you need the IQ of a squirrel in order to <laughs> fail this thing. But I wanted to point out to people how ridiculous this whole process was. Because the process to get this server's permit... I'm not going to use the term giant money grab, (laughs) but I'm going to say that I am no more educated and the people of Indiana who might visit the establishment at which I could theoretically be serving them alcohol are no more safer (laughs) than they were the moment that I took this test. Mm -hmm. Because Casey, again, I'm not going to use the term giant money grab by the state of Indiana, but here is what I had to do in order to take and receive my permit. Yeah. It is a PowerPoint, narrated PowerPoint presentation. Mm -hmm. And at the end of each section... You have to answer questions. You have to answer questions. Yeah. However, the kicker is... Sounds like training from HR. Well, (laughs) if you... But unlike training from HR, if you miss the question... Yeah. They allow you to answer it again. Oh, so there's not, you You can only miss five questions right, and in you're the whole out. test or you're flunk. Yeah. Now, I'd like to point out that they get the money mm-hmm. up front. So oh, before, before you even take, before the, you take test. the test, you get that you you have to enter the valid of course. Uh, information. And so I think that I'm going to guess there were probably 50 total questions. I think I missed about two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Klopp and Steenstein just texted me, by the way, and he was, he is, he's excited and he's like, you. he said, it is a giant money grab. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Confirming. So I think on my own, I missed two of about the 50 questions, but I was laughing hysterically because one of them, there were two options. It wasn't like there are four options. There were two options. If you missed it, Casey, <laughs> there's only one other option. Right. So you literally, no matter how stupid or uninformed or not paying attention or whatever you are to this PowerPoint presentation, Mm -hmm. you absolutely cannot fail, and you may not even be any smarter, but if you just keep checking boxes, eventually you will get the thing right. Even if you don't know you're getting the thing right. I have so many questions. Yes. One, Uh how much did the cereal box top cost you? I believe, now my employer was kind enough to pay for it, of course. Mm -hmm. I believe it was $47.50. Okay. Give me a sample question. Well, I'd also first like to point out, though, before, before I do this, it was a PowerPoint presentation. It wasn't like, okay, Fran is going to in-person administer mm-hmm. this, and that's what you're paying for. It was a thing that has been there long enough that the visual part of it where you could see the people administering it, they were separated because of COVID. Oh. So I'm guessing that has to mean it was up there for, has been up there for multiple years. Mm-hmm. So the state of Indiana has no investment in this thing. It's, a, it's an automated presentation. It doesn't. It, there's nothing you're paying for other than your, as we've talked about, remember I talked about the prof- professional licensing agency right. where you're just paying money and they're taking all the money and throwing it in the general fund mm-hmm. and then a quarter of it is coming back right. to the, the agency that's supposed to be administering the licenses. This is the same crap here. There's no cost to the state. Yeah. The state is no yeah. more safer because the I took this. The video's already been exactly. created. There's yeah. zero cost, and 47.50 went somewhere. I don't know where. Now, your question was? Give me a sample question. Oh, there's, these are so ridiculous, Casey. Like, my favorite one, I think of all of them, and I'm not getting this exactly right, but it was like, if you see someone who has been overserved, mm-hmm. you should. Yeah. 
keep serving them. <laughs> no. Join in with them. I don't know if it's exactly, no. but it's just so utterly ridiculous. You're just reading this, and I was just laughing my ass so off. So softball questions. Oh, my God. One of them was, what is the legal uh, the legal limit in the state of Indiana? Mm-hmm. Why would a sir, we are not administering breathalyzers right. or blood tests. Common sense should tell you if you see someone who looks wasted. Who's fallen off the bar stool. Stop serving them and get them some help. Yeah. Okay. We're but there. I had four options to get that right, Casey. Did you answer any questions about mixology? No, 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 no. It wasn't well, like. Well, it, the, you did have to answer like the one which you learn when you're like seven years old. Which is a 12 ounces of beer is equivalent to okay. four and a, whatever it is, four and a half ounces of wine mm-hmm. and point, 1.5 ounces of, of liquor. liquor. Yeah. And I'm just taking this test. I mean, it was uh, th- things about it is it, true or false. It is illegal to sell alcohol. It is a or it is a misdemeanor to sell alcohol to somebody under the age of 21. No blank, Sherlock. <laughs> Really? Okay, more questions. Yes. Are you going to be more like Tom Cruise in Cocktail or more like Ted Lang on Love Boat? I mean, uh, are you going to be, you know, moving the shaker around and oh, throwing no, no, no. bottles in the air or are you going to give advice? No, I, I know how to get a beer out of a cooler. <laughs> uh, I know how to mix a certain amount of vodka with a certain amount of, say, soda of some sort. Mm-hmm. I am really a person of last resort on the drink-making side slash supply. Uh-huh. It's so, just in case of emergency. So you weren't taught technique. You no, weren't taught no, no, like no. how to pour a beer <laughs> no. without a big head on it or this, anything like that. This was, we had to justify someone's bloated salary or someone's <laughs> plural, and this will go to have something that has nothing to do with securing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Casey, again, I'm not going to say I was half paying attention because clearly I, as a dutiful worker slash employee, watched every bit of this with the utmost attention. Yes. And and I'm guessing there were 50 total questions. I got 48 of them right on Mm -hmm. my own. Mm -hmm. And the two that I missed, I think there were only two options. So I just checked the other one. Now, last question before we get to voicemails. Are you going to go set up in Hammer and Nigel's office to their (laughs) bar and start showing them some tricks? Well, I can now legally do the thing. The (laughs) The state of Indiana. Anna sent me a congratulatory letter. I have a permit. Uh, Are you going to frame it? uh, (laughs) Put it above the bar with your first dollar that you make? The uh, person who owns the establishment in Mm -hmm. question, I met them for the first time the other day. I have wonderful people that I work with. I love all the people so far. Uh, The managers that I've worked with are great. Wait a a minute. You met met your second boss at your second job? Oh, yeah. That's great. That's more than what's happened here with me. (laughs) (laughs) So I bet the the owner was in yesterday, and this is a person who owns a variety of businesses. This is just one of the things they own. Mm -hmm. And uh, he walks up to me, and they said, you know, this is Rob. He's going to be helping us out. And I try to, at this new job, if if somebody recognizes me, which people have already, and they want to talk the politics, that's great. But it's not, I'm not wearing a shirt that says Rob Kendall, WIBC, whatever. Some people have recognized me and that's fine and and happy to talk. But the the guy goes, you look really familiar. (laughs) And there's a momentary pause where you're like, do I tell him? I just go, well, 
I got one of those faces. That- <laughs> <laughs> and then you start talking and they go, oh, okay, I know exactly who you are. And uh, so, yeah, so I just thought everybody should know that. Uh, For this- forty-seven fifty, you too can be a licensed This is bartender. our state, right? Just a giant money grab. Fantastic. And you are no or more or less safe because you know what, Casey, I have common sense. I, I'm going to belly up to the bar and get some Ted Lang style advice from you. I even got the tobacco aspect of it right. I breezed through that one too. Congratulations. Um, well, you know, you could put this on your resume now <laughs> for years. This is a skill that you will have forever. And now mm-hmm. uh, I can legally, if someone wants to hire me for their event. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> politics and cocktails. You've heard of cocktails and dreams with Rob? It's politics and cocktails. Okay, we went long. We didn't get to voicemails. We'll get to them in a little bit. Hammers up next on 93 WIBC. As you brush shoes, you stand before your 10.50, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and Hammer joins us in the studio. We've got a real-life bartender with us now. We do. And I was thinking about this during the break. Yeah. Like, who are, who's the Mount Rushmore of bartenders? Oh, yeah. So, obviously, you've got Tom Cruise's character from Cocktail. Mm-hmm. I think you have Isaac from The Love Boat uh-huh. involved in Ted there. Lang. Here's yeah. an underrated bartender for you, and this will be on no one's list but mine, but you will appreciate this. The bartender in Dumb and Dumber at the hotel. (laughs) Bartender! How about the guy Big place? Alpine Drive? (laughs) The guy from Cheers. Oh, which one? I mean... Coach, Sam Malone, Sam Woody Malone. Harrelson. I think Sam Malone. Diane, well, Diane Keaton was. Mo a, from a, The Simpsons. Not Diane Keaton. Uh, Diane was, and then. Diane Chambers, Diane Chambers Shelley Long, Diane who's Diane a Hoosier. Uh, Mo from The Simpsons has to be on yeah. there. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Underrated one for me, Norm MacDonald's character from. Uh, yeah. Well, I think it's one of the Deuce Bigelow yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that's a good one. We might have to to think on that. And one thing we've got to think on right now is the Hammer and Nigel Biden madness because. I I'm sad to say I think where's Jackie's gonna win, but is just such a strong one that people are sleeping on. So this is the current matchup, and you have until four o'clock today to vote on these. The number three seed is where Joe Biden, again, it's a couple weeks removed from the tragic passing of Indiana's Jackie Walorski. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden knew about this because he had talked about it. He even named a building after Jackie, put the flags at half staff at the Capitol building, and then he had a speech wondering where she was at. And I want to thank all of you here, for, including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. So, again, that is leading in the matchup mm-hmm. against these words of wisdom from your president. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international pressure. <laughs> Like, that's the one that I personally want to win. An effective strategy. I told you, if it weren't up against because of the local tie on Walorski, you would that would totally be a winner. It may win the whole thing. Are you saying happy birthday is out? No. No, 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 no. Follow along now. Come on. Come on now. That's this afternoon. Okay. You got to follow the brackets here. Okay. Uh, But let's go. Before we move on here, Casey, let's talk about where's Jackie against true international pressure. Because last time I checked. (laughs) I love that you can say it. You can actually get it out and it sounds like what he said. Last time I checked, where's Jackie has a comfortable lead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got to be honest. I'm rooting 
for true international I, pressure. I, I, I'm with you. Yeah, 100%. Because the Jackie one, like, it makes me angry. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. Like, I, it's sad. I don't want that one to move on, but we felt like we had to have that in the tournament field. Mm-hmm. Now, some people are voting for this because they think it's a tribute yeah. to Jackie Bowarski, oh, okay. which is okay if that's what you're voting for, mm-hmm. uh, but just pure gibberish, true international under pressure. Yeah. Uh, it's still got a chance to win. All right, so they, you have until 4 o'clock to vote for that. And then after that, we get to the marquee matchup of the second round. I have so looked forward to Thursday because Valva is back on the on the ballot in front of the voters. So you were talking earlier about Ticketmaster and the mm-hmm. Cure and right? big stadiums. There's no hotter ticket than the ticket <laughs> for the regional final at 448 today yeah. between You Know the Thing and happy birthday, Velvet. Yeah. If you people care about this show at all, and you people care about the six years of my life I've given you, at four, what is it? Four forty-eight. Yeah, four forty-eight. Mm-hmm. You all need to go to at Hammer and Nigel and vote for Valva mm-hmm. because that mm-hmm. is the one that deserves to cut down the nets. Not since Duke and Kentucky had that amazing <laughs> regional final back in the day, where the long pass by Grant Hill that catch by Christian Leitner, the post move, the shot, down goes Kentucky. This is going to be on par with that regional final right here. Two blue bloods going at each other. (laughs) The defending champion, you know the thing, against happy birthday, dear Uh, Yeah. I mean, he, because you don't know, did he forget her name? Or he just has no idea what her name was. And with Biden, both of them are possible. Right. You and don't the know. fact that he went into it wasn't he chose to sing happy birthday he to this person. He led everybody yes. into it. Yes. And it's Martin Luther King Day, and it's the wife of Martin Luther King the third. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in this crowded church where Al Sharpton is at. He decides to sing happy birthday, and you know at this point his staffers are thinking, please don't sing, please don't sing. And he starts to sing, and he butchers the song. Because she kind of has, it's not a name, her name is not like Ashley. It's I'm not sure it's a name Biden could have got right even if he knew the name. If it's on the prompter, he would have butchered it. Yeah, exactly. So today- (laughs) But it certainly doesn't start with a V. It starts with an A. (laughs) And he's so proud of himself, and we sing happy birthday in my family. Oh, no. Don't do it, Joe. Don't do it, Joe. You know the thing is so strong, yeah. too. Yeah. It's the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> you know the thing. What's coming up this afternoon? <laughs> uh, we're talking about Biden madness. Rob Kendall goes off the rails. We'll talk March madness with Dane Fife, former IU star and coach. Thank you, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.